Today, we are discussing Shelter, y'all. Yes, Season 1, Episode 7, titled Sweet Dreams Are Made of This. Y'all, is that the song? Is that the same song? Y'all know what song I'm talking about. Do I need to sing it? Sweet dreams are made of this. Is it that one? Y'all finish the rest if it is. Okay, y'all know what I'm talking about. (laughs) I hope everybody's week is going well, y'all. It is Monday. So y'all know what that means for most of us. It's back to work. It's back to school. But for some of y'all, y'all, y'all gonna continue to play, okay? And then it's fall break. So however you are doing your week this week, please stay safe out there, okay? And before we go any further, I just wanna wish all of my October babies a very happy birthday, okay? Special shouts to one of my sisters y'all i have known her since the second grade my sister from another mister maya twin happy birthday baby i love you (laughs) i do oh my gosh y'all so we went to her brunch and y'all only for her would i put on a mustache yes she had a mustache themed birthday celebration she's with the shit y'all okay that's it second off uh, uh, speaking of october babies i'm just gonna go down the whole list because i did this a second ago and it was all unorganized but tammy lonzo pootie poo carol uh carolyn uh keith maya serenity kira cheeks i love y'all okay I want to wish you guys a very happy birthday. For some of y'all already belated, for some of y'all, happy birthday in advance. And to all of my other listeners out there, if you are celebrating the October birthday, happy birthday to you as well, okay? My love, y'all! All All of (laughs) y'all! All right, so let's get into the synopsis, then we're going to get right into the episode, okay? So the synopsis for this one is Spoon, Ema, and Rachel take a road trip while Mickey runs into someone he recently met. Now, I wonder what that means, but I know that this episode is going to be good, just like the rest of them have been. They have not disappointed me yet, y'all, so let's find out. So we're going to go a little bit out of order initially, just because it flows better the way that I'm going to do it. So Kira is at the house, and she is Googling... Is she a homewrecker? <laughs> I'm sure because of her little uh, threesome thing that she's got going on between her Ken and Hannah. Okay. And so she ends up getting a knock at the door, interrupting her Google search. <laughs> and it's Troy. Okay. Troy says that his mom was supposed to be dropping off this jersey for Mickey. However, she has been MIA as of late. So he is there to do her job for her. So then he ends up asking her, hey, what did you and my dad talk about at the memorial? She was like, oh, you know, just uh, um, 
how much we both miss Dylan. You know, the, those types of things. And so he was like, look, okay, stay away from my dad and my family. Now, I'm pretty sure he's telling her that because he's believing that she's the reason that they're splitting up. And to a certain extent, maybe, yeah, okay. But he's going to be in for a rude awakening if he really find out the truth and how his mama feel about Cheryl. Not Kim. Ooh, y'all, that, that's messy. So, <laughs> so then we go over to Bat Lady. Y'all, Bat Lady is being haunted, or at least she thinks she is, by Brad. Now, although I don't believe that he's dead, she might. So, she hears Bat, uh, Brad's voice, okay, is calling to her from beyond the grave. And she goes looking for him. Now, I'm not sure if this is a nightmare or if this is this happening to her in real life. But either way, she goes looking for him all throughout the house. Can't find him in the shower. Can't find him down the hallway. Can't find him in the room. Brad, where are you? It's me, Lizzie. Where you at, Brad? He's nowhere to be found. And so she ends up sitting down and she's talking to Dylan. And she's like, you know, <laughs> why is Brad haunting me? I know a lot of dead people. But he's the only one that's trying to reach back. And so Dylan was like, you know what? Maybe it's a message. Maybe it's a message from him that you need to leave Mickey alone. Maybe it's a message from yourself that you need to leave Mickey alone. But she was like, honey, it is too late. Okay? And it is too late for them too. And when she says them, she's talking about Emma and Spoon. And so I'm going to catch y'all up with them. So Emma and Spoon have crossed the state border. You know why? Because they're looking for Mickey, okay? Although Spoon says that he believes in individuals' privacy, he has a Find a Friend app on his phone that is quite intrusive, okay? But it may just come in handy when it comes to saving Mickey's life because he just loves his friends that much. And so he gets close to where Mickey's phone is supposed to be located. He hears the beep and it gets, you know, louder and louder, more frequent as he gets closer. And then they end up finding Mickey's phone. Now, what the hell is he doing over here by Pennsylvanian River? I'm not sure, but Ema ends up taking a few more paces, and boom, there's Mickey lying face down in the, in the dirt. So they end up um, going to the hospital, and of course, I'm assuming the hospital called Sheer to let her know that Mickey is there, because once Troy left, she said that she, well, she got a phone call, and she said that she was on her way. So they end up taking him to the hospital and they're just kind of trying to figure out how we got to this point. Long story short, they believe that Bad Lady is responsible for all of this. And so guess what? They go to confront her. And y'all, I thought that their parents raised them better than what they did because they was hella disrespectful to Bad Lady. So when they initially get there, they end up stumbling upon this grave that we've been seeing throughout the episodes and they read the, the phrase that's on there and it's uh the initials es right so although they think it's really creepy bat lady seems to show up right at the right time and um they confront her about her being responsible for mickey and everything that's happened to him and so she basically tells them that no okay I, i'm not mickey has a job to do okay and he is doing that and then um they are cussing her out, y'all, just like for real deal. And I was like, damn, didn't y'all parents raise y'all better than that? And then on top of that, didn't they tell you to not be talking crazy to the people that you think are actually crazy? 
because you don't know what they're capable of. You don't know what anybody is capable of at this point. So you you speak to people with kindness, okay? Because you never know how it's gonna turn out in the end. So they're talking to her all types of crazy and um, she calls them by their real names and he <laughs> Spoon ends up saying that they that's not their names. And she's like, I'm aware of the name change, okay? And then she ends up calling uh, Emma timid and him something. And so she was like, now y'all might be all of these things, but y'all might actually be the bravest ones. And so then, um, basically they end up realizing that the grave that's there is for her, or at least it's a part of her that's buried there, okay? She had to bury that part of her as a child to do what she was called to do to help rescue trafficked kids or trafficked humans. So she was like, you know, Mickey's there to do a job, but since he's in the hospital, it'll be up to you three. And so they was like, didn't we just tell you that Mickey is in the hospital? And so next thing you know, we hear Rachel's voice. And she was like, is that a gravestone? And so then they turn back around because she ends up asking them, uh, were y'all the ones to text me? And so they went to tell her that it was Bat Lady, but now Bat Lady is gone as soon as they turn back around. So it seems like it's going to be Ema, Spoon, and Rachel that's going to have to complete this mission of rescuing Ashley because if not, she's as good as dead, y'all. Y'all think they're going to be able to save her? Is Mickey going to get out the hospital in time? I don't know, but hopefully we'll get all the answers to that and more by the end of this episode. Okay, y'all, still going to go out of order just a little bit, but I promise you it'll flow better. So, Sheer finally made it to Mickey's uh, bedside, and the nurse comes in and was like, is there anything that I can do for you? And she was like, yeah, can you give me some maternal instincts? <laughs> y'all, Shira is just feeling way down in the dump, super regretful about the fact that mickey ended up here and all the while she was still trying to process her own shit but i mean that happens way more than you think so she's just feeling real guilty about the fact that she couldn't be there in mickey's time of need and maybe that her mom was right about all of this maybe she doesn't have any maternal instincts and uh, the nurse was like uh yeah i was just talking about coffee <laughs> So Shira ends up leaving the room for a second, and while she's gone, Dylan comes in. And so at this point, Mickey has started to come around, and Mickey tells Dylan that he's got to get back in there. He's got to save Ashley. He was like, you know what? You sound just like your dad, okay? As a matter of fact, when I disappeared, uh, Shira and her friends basically egged him on to come knock on the door. And he came in, and he was very scared at first, and he was finna get ready to leave the house, but you know what kept him from leaving? You know what stopped him from turning around to open up that door? Me. He saw me, and then he saw her. And so then he goes on to explain that they caught up, and they were friends, and he said, yeah, you know, your dad gave me this solid advice during the game, and of course, we know how that turned out for the game, and my dad did what he did to my eye. But after that, I went to Bat Lady's house, and she rescued me. And, um, you know, once we uh, finished talking, Bat Lady basically told us to say our goodbyes to each other. And she ends up telling Brad, you know, um, the fact that you're so young 
is surprisingly amazing to her that he can still be able to understand the sacrifices that people have to make in order to ensure one's safety, meaning Dylan. So she told him to say goodbye to Dylan, although he knew that Dylan was safe. It was in Dylan's best interest that everyone thought that he was dead. That way his dad would not come looking for him. Okay, makes sense. So they ended up swapping hats and Dylan ended up bringing the hat to Mickey and Mickey ends up telling him, you know, my dad still has your hat too. So it was a very sweet moment. Um, and then Dylan goes on to tell Mickey, hey, so you remind me so much of your dad and you've got really good friends. And if you feel like they're worthy of your trust, then you guys could do so much more work than what your dad did. Okay, so you just got to put faith in your friends. They're really good people. So we'll see how everything shakes out with that. And then, um, <laughs> y'all, on to Rachel, Ema, and Spoon. So they go back to school, and Rachel is telling them everything that happened with the club. And she was like, I should have told him not to go back up there. I knew he was going to go back up there. And so Spoon's like, yeah, you should have told him, but we know daggone well that Mickey would have never listened to her anyway. So they come up with this plan to basically go back to the club. And y'all, Spoon ends up grabbing all of these snacks. And for this road trip, that's only going to take them an hour. And Ema ends up grabbing the cheapest car that she could find. But y'all, the cheapest car that she could find in her driveway or in her garage was this highlighter looking car. And in my head, I'm thinking, y'all definitely finna get soft. <laughs> y'all finna get found out real quick <laughs> but okay so they end up taking a trip to the club and spoon ended up getting the schematics from the john network y'all know he connected okay he got he got people in high places so he ended up getting the schematics for it and i don't know why they didn't go through all of this before they actually got to the club however here we are so he thought that he wasn't claustrophobic, but once he got into the vent, the ventilation system, so he could try to sneak through the vents to try to get to the back door so he could uh, open it up for, Ash, uh, I was about to say Ashley, for Emma and Rachel, he found out that he was claustrophobic. <laughs> so he's going through the ventilation system and they're talking to each other via walkies. And so they're trying to tell him which way to go. And y'all, he ends up like coming down out of the vents right in front of like one of the head honchos at the club. I think this is Buddy and one of the girls or a client and one of the girls. So the bouncer hurry up and snatch him up. And so as the bouncer is trying to figure out what to do with him, Candy ends up coming up behind him and telling him that, you know, Ashley's here and she knows that he's one of Mickey's friends because it's not a coincidence that Mickey showed up yesterday and now here he is. So she says that she's going to try to do everything that she can to help get him out. But Emma and Rachel need to hurry up and try to rescue Ashley because if not, she's going to be gone. So the bouncer ends up taking Spoon and all the while he's complimenting him on his teeth and his cheeks. And <laughs> Y'all know Spoon be turning dark stuff into, like, humor. So he's making fun of the bouncer this entire time, right? So, uh, just as they're putting Spoon in, well, 
we ain't got there yet. Sorry, y'all. So the bouncer ends up taking Spoon somewhere. Candy ends up meeting up with Rachel and Emma outside the club. And she tells them that Spoon done got got. Okay, Ashley is in there, but however, she's in the dungeon. And she says that they basically gonna have to go on some Ocean Eleven shit just, or Ocean's 13? Is that the one with the girls? Some Ocean's 13 shit in order to safely get Ashley out of the dungeon and them not get killed. So she tells them that they need to come in, make sure that they don't look anybody in the eye, make sure that they uh, don't look fearful because as soon as they sniff out fear, it is game over for both of them. Okay. So they go in and they basically pretend like they're lovers. And you can tell, <laughs> you can tell that this is, this is not who they really are. Right. Because nobody says, Hey, we're lesbians. Nobody says that. So they go in and she tell, she also told them that they had to like get Buddy's phone and there's this orange looking app on there that changes the code to the door every few minutes. So she also told them where he would be just in case he's not there, then he's downstairs in the VIP, which makes things a lot more complicated for them, but it's not completely mission impossible. Okay. So they end up following her directions for the most part to a T. Once they get downstairs, um, they are giving the bouncer a hard time. Bouncer's looking at them like, yeah, no, y'all not getting in. I don't trust y'all. But Buddy tells the bouncer to let them through. So they go over and they order drinks. Emma had, uh, she got them in because she said that she was Angelica Wyatt's daughter. So I'm assuming that this is Buddy that comes up to them and was like, so you're really Angelica's daughter? And she was like, yeah. And so he says that he loved her in whatever movie it was that pertained to some dolphins. And she was like, fun fact, she didn't know how to swim in that movie. The dolphins taught her how to swim. <laughs> Y'all, a hot mess. Do you think that they're going to get kidnapped? And so meanwhile, while all of that is happening, Candy has managed to find her way back to Spoon. Okay, she sneaks into the truck just as old boy is pulling off with Spoon to take him to a different location. So she's telling Spoon that she's going to be able to get him out. And she was like, dang, you look familiar. Okay. They're looking at each other like, I done seen you from somewhere. Long story short, <clears throat> she ends up telling him, or after she tells him about Mickey and Ashley and all of that, catching him up to speed, he was like, yeah, I do remember you. Okay. He went up to Ashbury Park. Um, apparently his grandparents were there. So he went up there every summer. And he remembers her because <clears throat> she used to sit by, under this orange umbrella all the time. And her mom had this sun hat that he wanted. And so initially she had told him that they weren't the same age. And she lied at first and said she was 36. And he was like, no, you are definitely not 36. So then she tells him that she's 21. And he, after he tells her the story about Ashbury Park, he says, you are not. 21 and she was like you're right i'm 16 and so he was like i'm 16 too so he ends up asking her what's going to happen to her if you know he gets to safety and they realize that she was the one that helped him and she doesn't answer she's like you know what let's not even worry about that right now how about me and you focus on trying to get out of here y'all hopefully candy can get out of there too spoon is promising her that she is going to be able to get out as well. And I hope she does. So Rachel and Ema are still talking to Buddy. 
and he's still going on and on about angelica right so rachel ends up coming up with the bright idea to take pictures of them since he's such a fan right and as she's taking these pictures she's trying to find that app on his phone that has the code and so she's running out of time he mentions how long it's taken for her to snap the pictures Emma suggests that they swap sides and he goes to look at said pictures and he was like lady are you freaking kidding me these pictures are awful but by the time he turns around Rachel and Emma are already gone and they're headed towards the dungeon to try to cap uh to uh try to find Ashley right so once they get down there um they are unlocking the code on the door when buddy comes up and he basically fights both of them he almost chokes Emma to death and then just in the nick of time when it seems like Emma's finna get ready to go meet her maker here comes Ashley and she ends up uh hitting him I'm not sure if he's dead or not but he's down on the ground and he's out okay so they end up uh going to go rescue ashley so we'll come back to that put a pause in it for right now so spoon is finally dropped off at this secret location by the bouncer and they both get out and he's like okay this is how this is going to work i'm going to shoot you in your right kneecap and you're going to tell me why you're really here so just then as he's finna get ready to shoot spoon here comes candy and she clocks him over the head with something knocking him out right so it looks like she's gonna get ready to hit him again but then we hear this gunshot go off turns out y'all ashley done got sh- not ashley i keep calling her ashley candy done got shot okay she done got shot somewhere fatal i couldn't see because it was really dark okay so they end up uh she ends up collapsing the other person ends up taking off i'm assuming and basically spoon holds her and she's giving her last words and she's talking about how she wants to go back to asbury and walk on the boardwalk and see her mom and i'm not sure what happened to her mom but i'm assuming that maybe her mom passed away um unfortunately probably due to unforeseen circumstances and um just then you know spoon is just trying to comfort her and talk to her and she passes away in his arms and so i i'm pretty sure that that temporary tattoo that uh what's his name agent end up putting on him i'm pretty sure that he's probably going to fill that in with her name because she helped save ashley y'all it was so sad spoon uh oh i just feel so sad um but she was able to save her friend because she did feel like she was the reason why ashley ended up there again so you know it was a full circle moment so um back to them so they end up yeah they end up (laughs) getting ashley right and they're trying to get away when all of a sudden here comes kylie now kylie is the girl that mickey had talked to in the last episode and kylie basically deceived him she was trying to make sure that brad was dead um and so kylie basically tells them to let Ashley get in the car with her buyer because her buyer is there now. And if they mess this up for Kylie, this sale up for Kylie, then Emma's blood is going to be laid out on the concrete. Okay. Emma's going to die. Okay. At her hands. So Emma is like, you know what? Just go ahead and do it because she's going to kill me anyway. 
And so Rachel ends up tossing the gun. She doesn't know what she's going to do. Ashley's like creeping closer and closer to the car because she doesn't want anybody to die because of her. Just then when it looks like she's going to get ready to pull that trigger on Ema, here comes Mickey running her ass over with his van. Apparently, he was able to track their location because of the Find a Friend app that Spoon had. It apparently goes both ways, which is great. So they were able to save Ashley. Um, the buyer hurries up and swerves off because he doesn't want to be seen, right? So just as Mickey is putting his jacket on her, here comes Octoface. And so Rachel's like, oh my gosh, this guy again. And so they're finna get ready to shoot uh, Octoface. But turns out Octoface is a part of Abiona. So him and his crew, um, maybe they were in there trying to save girls too when he went to the club the previous night, right? Scoping it out. So him and his crew get into a shootout with the bouncers at the club. And Octoface ends up telling Mickey and the crew to hurry up and go, go, go. Get to safety. So, wow, I didn't think Octoface was going to be one of the good guys. This is crazy. Okay, y'all, I'm in mama mode now. So if y'all hear my daughter's tablet happening in the background, I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> and there was no good place to pause those last, like, 15 minutes. So I'm just going to give y'all what I got off of memory. Y'all, it was so good, but I have so many more questions so let's just get into it. So Troy ends up talking to his dad. His dad is sitting in the driveway when he comes home. Of course, he is downing what's left in his flask. And Troy is like, hey, so are you okay? And he says, no, okay. Your mom has not been the same since Shira has come back. She's asked for a divorce. And I don't know what I'm going to do, basically. So... Troy takes that and he actually goes to go try to find his mama. Okay. Hannah had ended up texting Shira earlier in the day because she had finally got the form that she needed to exhume Brad's body for her. So she wanted to drop that off. Meanwhile, she's over there and she's asking Shira, is everything okay? And she was like, no. Okay. Everything is not okay. Troy came by earlier and told me to basically stop being a homewrecker. I am not a homewrecker. And so she was like, okay, fine, you know, I'll tell Troy and I'll tell Ken whatever you want me to tell them. Please just don't, don't stop doing what we're doing because of what I got going on. I'll ask him for a divorce and all of that, okay? So as she's telling her this, they end up like touching foreheads and noses. And all while they're doing this, y'all, Troy is looking from the window, now, I'm not sure if the window is open for him to hear everything that she's saying because Hannah ends up telling Shira that the only person that she's ever loved is her. So I'm pretty sure Troy is going to take this back to his dad some kind of way. Ken is going to find out. Hopefully, Hannah can beat Troy to the punch, though. So then after they rescue Ashley, they get to a safe spot, which is kind of like at the pier where they always kind of like meet up. And so everybody's getting out and basically Mickey has to say his goodbye to Ashley, okay? And she goes on to say that this is not the first time that she's met him and she gives um, the recollection of how she was initially kidnapped by Kylie and her henchmen and they were 
um, they were being transferred, I guess, like, while Brad was on his last trip, and Brad ended up rescuing, or he attempted to rescue all of those girls, but of course, um, that mission did not successfully go through, and Ashley was able to get away, though. However, when she tried to go back and reach out to Brad, that's when she got recaptured. But she did see Mickey at that time, and um, she had overheard Brad telling him something about something about being immune to humans, uh, human behavior, and stuff like that. So anyway, he basically has to say goodbye to her, and hopefully this will not be the end for them. Okay, hopefully they will meet up again. Hopefully the cross their paths will cross eventually. Um, but for now, Ashley has to go somewhere and start a new life because that's what's best for her and everybody else. So one of Octoface's that uh, one of Octoface's henchmen end up taking her in to whatever her new location is going to be. And Mickey ends up talking to Octoface for a minute. It turns out that Octoface is not really Octoface. That tattoo that he has is temporary, courtesy of Agent. Okay. Uh, agent apparently hooks him up all the time but octoface said this is a little bit extreme even for me okay <laughs> so be glad that this is a temp so octoface reveals that this is not the first time that he's seen mickey he saw mickey a long 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 time ago when he was a kid and he was like dang how close were you and my dad and he was like man brad was one of my most loyal soldiers man i sure do miss him and so he ends up giving him this letter um, that was for, I guess, from Brad to, what's the name, Antoine? I think that's his real name. And so he was like, it's basically all about you, okay? So read that whenever you get a chance. So cool, Mickey will do that. So Emma ends up dropping Mickey off, and she's just like checking on him to see how he's doing. And he was like, I'm okay, you know. Do you have him? And she was like, yeah, I got him. And she thanks him, or Mickey thanks her for going out of their way without him being involved in it to rescue Ashley. And she was like, yeah, we always got your back, okay? We're here for you. And so as he's checking on Spoon, y'all, Spoon is in the backseat with Rachel. He is just so heartbroken about the whole thing with Candy. And I can understand, like, she literally died in his arms. That That is so traumatizing, I'm sure. So... She ends up taking them home, and Mickey pulls out this letter to read it, and before he could even get to the door, y'all, he turns back around and starts jetting for Bat Lady's house. So he's running down to her house. Y'all, he kicks Bat Lady's door in. He starts shouting, you know, you killed him, you wanted him uh, to stay in Abiona. So the letter actually read, to Antoine from Brad that as much good as he has done for Abiona, he is ready to leave, okay? Yes, all of the hundreds of children that he has saved are very important, but the most important kid that is in his life is Mickey. And he's thankful for Abiona because if it wasn't for Abiona, he probably would have never met Kitty. They would have never had Mickey. And, you know, he wouldn't have been able to live this life, right? But now... It's time for him to hang it up. He's ready to get out. And he says that he hopes that Bat Lady will 
accept his uh, letter of resignation. However, he knows that because of how passionate she is about Abiona, that that might not even be possible. So, like I said, Mickey goes and he kicks down Bad Lady's door demanding answers. He finally does reach her and she is in this room. And when I tell you the room is covered in thousands of pictures of kids, it is covered from the sides of the walls to the top of the walls. Y'all, the walls are filled with pictures, which is devastating because I'm sure that that's how it is in real life. Kids go missing every day. People go missing every day and are never recovered, which is very unfortunate. So... He wants answers from her, and she says that she could never kill Brad, okay? Mickey knows that deep down inside that she adored Brad. She would never be able to hurt him. And so he ends up saying something about, that's why you sent the EMT, and he was like, no, okay? As a matter of fact, your dad was the one that rescued him, and his name is Luther. And so on the wall, we see... Ashley's picture, Luther's picture when he was a kid, and yes, he does still have this scar, and that's probably why he had to be rescued, because because whoever created that scar, right? So he has the scar, and then we also see Dylan Brooks when he was a little kid. Is that his last name, Brooks? Dylan, when he was a little kid. Dylan Shakes, that's his name. Dylan when he was a little kid, right? So she goes on to explain that the irony in Brad rescuing Luther is crazy because Luther was the one that killed Brad. And so, of course, now Mickey wants to hear what happened. And she says that it's a terrible, terrible story. Well, I got all the time in the world, lady. So she's finna get ready to tell him what happens. And then all of a sudden, she gets stabbed straight through the heart, it looks like by none other than Luther himself, the EMT dude. And so he pulls the knife out. She falls to the floor. There's blood coming all up through her dress. And um, she's laying on the ground dying. So Mickey tries to give chase. However, Luther hurries up and closes his door right behind him. And in my head, I'm thinking, damn, you can't kick the door in, Mickey. You had all of this oomph to kick the door in that way. You can't try to kick a hole through the door, at least. I mean, it's wooden. I don't know. <laughs> of course, it'll take a couple tries, but doggone, do something. So just as he's closing the door, Mickey is screaming and banging on the door. Let me out. Let me out. Let me out. Meanwhile, Bad Lady is on the floor dying. And then all of a sudden, we see these flames start to go up on the side of the house. Y'all, Luther done set the house on fire. Where the hell is Dylan? Where's Dylan? Is he okay? I don't know, y'all. But the house is going up in flames. All of the pictures start to go up in flames. Mickey starts to cough. Bad Lady is probably dead on the floor. And y'all, one of the last pictures that we see go up in flames is Spoon. Spoon's picture is on the wall. I need to know the connections, y'all. Is Mickey going to be able to get out of this? He literally just got kidnapped from the hospital just to go get into another situation where he may not make it out y'all let me know what you think okay that's how the episode ends y'all i don't know what's about to happen okay i don't know but i'm hopeful that mickey is going to make it out he's the main character but 
we're not going to be able to hear the backstory about what happened with Bat Lady and Luther and Brad. I don't know, y'all. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so upset right now. <laughs> Let me know what you think. You can reach me at me, TV Reviews on Facebook and on Instagram. You can also reach me at my TV Reviews podcast without the S on the end at gmail.com. Y'all, I love y'all, okay? Whatever you guys decide to do this week or as your week progresses, please stay safe out there, okay? Because the world is crazy, all right? So until we meet over the airwaves again, please turn on your notifications, okay? That way, once your other favorite podcast goes off, mine comes on. Please rate and review if you haven't already. Please share if you care. Please don't share with your grandparents yet because I'm trying to wash my mouth, but it ain't there quite yet, okay? I love y'all. Until we meet over the airwaves again, I am Mo, and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.